what's one cool thing about having a movie that has elements of your life in it? And what's one not so cool thing about having a movie gotcha. with elements of your life in it? That's a great question. I've never been asked that. And that's a really good question. Uh, I would say that a good thing is that I'm able to open up and share. And this is the most important thing. I'm able to open my soul to everybody and, and show them uh, without fear what really happened to me, what my life was like, uh, and what I did to turn it all around and what inspired me, which was God. Uh, I think that's... everybody welcome welcome it's we are raised typical raised typical and uh this is our third episode right ben hallelujah <laughs> uh ben is very excited every tuesday he really enjoys oh, the show it feels like the late night show with jimmy fallon but yeah it's not. you think so are we, are we late, that late, level that the caliber? Late, late night show of the raised typical so. <laughs> i love it i love I it i love it too so uh this week we have a new guest oh we do we have a new friend i met him mm-hmm. at a church his mm-hmm. name is david vincent bob bob was born in 1970 in philadelphia pennsylvania which was pretty cool so ben how did you meet david so i met him at a, the church and you know uh we and, and percocy mm-hmm. uh dad was like let's go to this event and the the see jesus group told me about this guy and i'm like Oh, I want to meet him, and then I didn't know I was going to meet his uh, son. So me and the, me and me and his son bond together. We really, really got connected like right away. He said he loves pizza. Um, he loves pepperoni. Uh, and you sausage. love pizza, right? I love pizza. Yeah, you know I love any type of pizza. Um, yeah, anybody's diet root beer floats. Yeah, and so David has uh, directed and written his mm-hmm. uh, own film, and so we're actually going to watch the trailer for that film yeah. now. Um, but it, it has elements times. of his life tied into it. Um, and it's a, a really heartfelt uh, story yeah. about fatherhood and, and what it takes to be a father. Um, and yes, yeah, so we're going to hop into that trailer and then we'll bring David on and we'll, we'll start the show. Gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome David, Vincent, Bob. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you being here, guys. Thanks a lot. Of course. Great to see you, Ben and Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we are really happy to have you, um, and we're excited to to hop into it. Um, so, Ben, do you have a, a question to start I, us off? I do. I have a very great question. I think the best way to get to know somebody is through their taste buds. What's your favorite restaurant to eat at? Who, mine? Yeah. <laughs> you and Christian. Well, this is Christian, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, Christian, David's son. Hi, Christian. You're the best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let ben, me think. Ben well, loves you, know, eating. you know what's crazy is I, I've eaten at some pretty decent restaurants. When I was doing the, the movie thing in New York, uh, the, the actor thing, I worked yeah. in a French bistro actually, and they had amazing food. It wasn't like uh, you know, owned by Frenchmen. It was just a couple of New Yorkers that really knew a lot about good cooking. So that uh, I would say I really enjoy their style of cooking, the French food. I had, you know, duck like cassoulet, they had duck that was like um, just soaking in its own juices overnight for actually for days at a time. And Dang. then and sear it. And they had palm frites, which are their version of French fries. And what? Steak. Yeah. Duck. I have to go there. I have to go to New York yeah. to eat that. Yeah. It's called, 
Couture's Beast, and it's still there. The one of the owners died. One of the unfortunately, one of the two owners died, but they moved around the corner. It's on the Upper East Side of New York City. And to be honest with you, what was really cool about that place also was that's where I started getting the inspiration to write the story of the script. But uh, while I was there, uh, there was uh, it was in the, right in the middle of the Upper East Side, which is like a lot of very rich people live there, and. Uh, a lot of people that are very artistic and we had actors mm. and people that wrote books and newscasters. I met so many people there. It was unbelievable. John Cleese came in one night. I was just beside Dang. myself. I love, I love Holy Grail, Money Python. If you ask me that question, there's your pre predestined. Yeah, answer. I love it. Holy Grail is one of my favorite movies ever. Comedy. I've never seen drama, it. So. Yeah, You've so, never seen. I've it? never seen the Holy Grail. Oh man, put it on your list, Ben. Yeah, we'll have to watch that together one of these nights. I've actually seen the Mummy in Math Class one time. Yeah, yeah, the Mummy. It's not quite the same though. The Holy Grail. I've, I've Ma- never Monty heard of Python, it. the Holy Grail. That is is quite you know, the. But that you know that Ben says the Mummy. I was in a movie directed by the same director, Stephen Summers, who directed the Mummy. What? Also directed the Jungle Book, which I was in. Right after I got out of the Marines, I went into acting. And uh, one of the first things I ever did was I was an extra in the Jungle Book. They filmed it in some jungle in South Carolina. Was that a <laughs> Disney movie? Soldier. I Disney, love it. yeah. The I first big film I ever did was Disney. Which That's is so cool. Yeah, I, when small I went to, world, man. Yeah, right? Uh, when I went to college. Even summers, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, it was I like right outside of Atlanta is where I went to college. And they, they filmed so many movies in Atlanta, which is crazy. Um, the Olympics was in Atlanta. You're right. That's true. The Ritual Tool movie was really good, too. Yeah. Dan, what school was that you went to? Uh, it's called Tacoa Falls. It's a small okay. Christian school. Um, right. But it's like a you know 40 minutes south of Atlanta. Okay. And um, basically, there was a couple times that some people I know ended up going to Atlanta because they wanted to be extras in movies. Yeah. Um, and they're just like, we're going to drive up and we're going to make it happen. And I was like, yeah, that's good for you guys. Yeah, they film a lot of movies down there. Yeah, yeah, they really do. They film a lot of movies in Philadelphia, too. Sometimes yes. they do. The yeah. new one with, right. uh, what's his name? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There Invincible, you go. man. Come on, yeah, Eagles, man. Yeah, yeah. Invincible, I like that that's one. True. And then... Um, the new one. There's a new one that. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs> that's that's all right, uh, Ben. Okay. We'll 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 skip past it, it for now. We'll we'll, we'll hop into the next question here. So that's Ben's first question is always food. Uh, for me, I think the best way to get to know someone is to find out what makes them angry. So what's something, David and Christian, that make you guys mad? What makes you angry? Nothing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. It never, it was, it wasn't that way always. He's come a long way. Believe me. Um, yeah. yeah. He's very in control of his emotions now. It's amazing what's happened to him, but uh, he's definitely came into his own. I, I can tell you that for sure. Being his dad and raising yeah. him by myself. Yeah. But uh, uh, so I don't know. I don't think yeah. to be honest. And he's right. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen him get very angry lately in the past, I would say few months to a year. Yeah. Um, before even you know before COVID, we've you know and you think you would be trapped in the in the same place for a long time, but uh, he's really kept us cool and really handled this thing well. I love um, that. I would say the one thing that makes me angry, uh, man, I don't want to get too political, but sure, it's just someone that you can't depend on. You know, mm. it's, it's just the way the country is being run right now. I'm, I'm not happy at all about it. Sure. And there's a lot of people suffering because of it, and that's what makes me angry sure. is to watch other people suffer. Um, yeah. I don't want to blame it all on Biden. I don't think he's in charge right now, to be honest with you. I think sure. other people are pulling the strings. But um, 
I don't like to see other people suffer. And, and you guys, you know, my movie's in a test uh, is a uh, testament of that. Yeah, uh, it's my life story, and and I I want to share it so people don't have to go through. I'll use it kind of as a warning to kids, you know, yeah. you, the younger generation mm -hmm. as a, a warning, you know, yeah. this is what could happen if you if you decide to go that route. Right, um, right. It's like choosing a path, like you go down one way or you go down the other way. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. right, Ben. It's yeah. something that I've I've talked about with a, a lot of friends of mine in the past, and um, it's just I think the the open honesty is is huge for even for, you know you made a whole film about things that happened in your life that you you could really consider personal and emotional and things that people struggle to share and i think that struggle people have with sharing things that they've done or the past in their life i think that hinders other people because when you can be open and honest you really help others like you said avoid but also grow mm -hmm. um and i think that can help way more than you know sheltering the things that we're kind of afraid to admit that we did in the past um, yeah it's a it's a leap of faith and it takes a lot of courage and i've been told that to, to do yeah. something like, that, like to put yourself out there and i think that's though it's, it's some great points dan but i think that's what gives people the courage to do it to see that that's what i want to do i want to instill them with that courage if they don't have you know the courage or they don't have uh they don't have well, you say the courage to, to tell people, yeah. hey, I'm suffering with this problem of addiction. What do I do? Where can I go? Right. Uh, it's kind of like a guide for them and, and, and hopefully inspires them. Uh, I've had people, I'll tell you, at every screening, Dan and Ben, I've had people come up to me, at least one person will come up to me and say they've lost somebody to an addiction. And most recently, it seems like there's a rash of heroin. A lot of people, a woman came up to me at the last screening and said, I just lost my daughter to a heroin addiction. And the first thing I say is I'm sorry, and I wish you would have saw this film because yeah. I've also had people tell me they yeah. stayed sober another day after they saw mm -hmm. my film. So that's yeah, and, yeah, and I think more and more people need to hear about your film in the community and in um, and in schools. I think I think I should let my school know. I got, I'm gonna blast this out to tell people to come out and watch it on the 12th. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, gonna be fun man i'm sure we're gonna talk about that later a little yeah, bit. yeah for right? sure yeah we definitely yeah. are um so this is actually a good segue we had someone in the comments ask uh what some of christian's hobbies are and i know that's ben's next question is hobbies right yeah oh. and, and and i yeah and we could go out i'm flexible if we don't get to all the questions but yeah yeah i i know christian i love i heard you love stars and a shaman which is mm -hmm. pretty cool my friend francis burke uh, studies at Pitt, and he went for like stars and he's a big math guy, right? Physicist, I think. An ast yeah, an astrophysicist. Yes, because I know wow. he's a big math guy. Yeah, and so yeah. he is. Yeah, he's at Pitt doing that, which is he's a cr he's crazy. I don't know how he does. And Sarah, our cousin, went studied something like that. Yeah, too. similar too. Yeah. yeah, but this is about Christian right now. Yeah, so Christian, let me let me hear about your <laughs> yeah. idea about stars. <laughs> but that's a great. You know what? Before you continue, like. Stand up just a little bit. I asked him what he wanted to wear tonight. Stand up a little. Show me. Show. Oh yeah, I think I see yeah. it. Oh, love it. Oh, loved it. Yes. Said, I want to wear my NASA shirt. I said, "All right, cool. That's perfect." And uh, just a little funny side note: this shirt was actually worn in the movie by Adam. You probably saw it in the trailer. I was I was gonna say. Yeah. I think yeah, I think I've seen that shirt before. I love a it. Shout out to Adam. Yeah. That's Adam's awesome. from Bucks County. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dang, that's so cool. CB West. Yeah, he went yeah. to CV East or West. Yeah, oh, he's there you guy. go, there you go. Played football, yeah, he was a standout. But anyway, oh, back to we first. probably beat him because I went to North Penn. Yeah, yeah. 
Sorry, Adam. <laughs> so I think so, Ben. You got a question about ho- well, hobbies, right? But yeah. David, what what do you like to do in your free time? Oh, let's get to, let's have Christian ask that part. Answer that one first. Yeah, right, sure. Is that all right? Yeah, please. Yeah. What do you do? What's your favorite hobbies? Things to do. Astronomy, playing video games, exploring abandoned places. Okay. Yeah, okay. so he's into astronomy, as we all know. I mean, yeah. he's covered in the film, too, but uh, he loves like, abandoned places. Like, uh, I got a funny story about that, actually. One time he uh, he told me he wanted to go to this abandoned place, and it was like a two-hour drive almost. It was past, it was near Philly, right? Yeah. What was it again? Philadelphia State Hospital. Yeah, so it, apparently it was, the, I was like, all right, we'll go check it out. And then we get there, and it's a patch of grass. And he's like, yeah, this is it. And I'm like, where's the hospital? <laughs> he's like, oh, it's not here anymore. They I said, what? <laughs> I love it. This, I love yeah, it. that's the thing, though. It's like he's, I started, I was just starting to learn what this was really all about. And it was like, uh, he wants to go to places, even if the building's not there anymore. Uh, he likes to go to places and visit places that are abandoned. That's so cool. So something he started getting into. I think he told me about Six Flags New Orleans, because that's an abandoned place. Remember that, Christian? Yeah, that in this park. Really? Yeah, he told me about that. Six Flags New Orleans. The yeah, because I remember park. that on YouTube because there was a, it used to be a park and it got hit by Hurricane, um, Hurricane, um, not Katrina. Katrina, yes, yeah. in 2005. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, and, and, and then it went, Batman the Ride was there and it went underwater and everything. So they really? had to, yeah, so that, that roller coaster at, at, at the old Six Flags Park is yeah. now at Six Flags San Antonio. And they had to rename it Goliath because if they renamed it Batman, it would be a copy of the different because it's two four hours from each park. Interesting, ah. interesting. So you can see the Ben's hobby, right? Is the theme parks. Yeah. Um, Have you been but, to Hershey Park, Ben? I love Hershey Park. Yeah, yeah, it's right near us, man. It's about fifteen we'll, minutes. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to go at Christmas, or we'll have to go. Yeah, have to try and plan a trip yeah. or something. That'd be fun. Chocolate World, man, gets a free piece of chocolate. Oh man, oh, yeah. I love Chocolate World. Ben, Ben hates yeah. candy, right? No, I used to, <laughs> I used to love. <laughs> I, I didn't like chocolate when I was a kid. I actually can I talk about my funny Hershey Park stories. You can talk sure. about it. Yeah, real quick I'd before we, before we go back. Um, I my first roller coaster was Super Duper Rooper at Hershey Park. Mm-hmm. And I said to my mom, I really don't want to go on. And dad goes, Ben, if I take you, if you get on, I'm going to take you to Chocolate World. I said, all right, dad. <laughs> dad, is my head going to come off? Oh, Ben, come here, sweetie. It's not going to come off. God made it perfectly stale and strong. And did your head come off at the end? <laughs> it did not come off at the end. And now I have an iron stomach. And you ride any roller coaster. I ride any roller coaster. I rode one like 10 times in a row at Dollywood. Wild Eagle. It's too much. Ben, I got a question for you then. Yeah. What is the what is the most I you know, I got into this kick where I was looking at all these roller coasters online and I was trying to figure out which one was the most scariest or fastest or Ooh. highest or whatever. What's the most top ranked like roller coaster you've ever been on? Like the scariest or fastest? Um, do you remember? I think I was scared of Kinda Cow when I was a kid, but now I'm not. Oh, oh you went on that? I've been on that. That one, I've been on that one like three times in a row. Oh, three times in a row? Yeah. What? Oh, man. Even I and there was no that. line one day, and they were like, hey, if you want to stay on, you can stay on. So I rode twice in a row. It's oh, my so God. Cool. People won't even ride that thing once. I, I love Kindercar. And, you know, I just don't know what it is. I just, I love driving the Six Flags. Hey, Christian, have you been to Six Flags? I don't think we've been there, no. No. 
I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go this weekend. You you should go to Six Flags with me sometime. Yeah, maybe maybe have to do a, a trip to the one in New Orleans, a little abandoned Six Flags. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I actually really wanted to go. They actually filmed Jurassic Park there. I don't know if you knew that. That's another cool fact too. It's on YouTube. Know. Yeah, um, but I remember one time we went to Six Flags, and when we came up to the parking lot. You could see King Naka, and no joke, it went up into yeah. a cloud and then came back down. Like I was like, "There's no way I'm riding a roller coaster that Isn't is going like through a cloud." When it comes back down, yeah. Down, so it goes yeah. like this. It goes like zoom. Yeah. And then it goes like What's that. the scariest part? What's the scariest part? Nothing. 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 You don't. You don't get scared at all. No. Wow. Wild. And, yeah. and, and you know what else? Yeah, we've been to Geauga Wake. That's another abandoned park. Really. Remember that used to be in Ohio. When did we go? 2006, before it closed. Oh. So there used to be Six Flags um, Ohio. Okay. And then it sold, then it went back to Six Flags something. Six Flags Wars of Adventure. Then it went back to Geauga Cedar Fair, and then okay. Cedar Fair sold it. Okay, and now it's abandoned? And now it's abandoned park. There you go. Who would have known? Lots of abandoned theme parks out there. Yeah, Hershey Park has that new coaster too. That's pretty scary. Oh, the chocolate, um, the uh, chocolate. Oh man, I can't talk about this. Oh, no, not Storm Runner. Uh, yeah, no, it's the chocolate. Uh, Candymonium. Oh, here, here's an interesting question from from the audience here. Uh, Christian, how do you feel about like SpaceX and all the Mars exploration stuff? <laughs> do you have any feelings about that? You think about us going to Mars. I was going to Mars. Yeah. SpaceX. You know SpaceX? Yeah. The rockets that uh that's um Tesla guy, right? Yeah, Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon Musk, yeah. He sends up a rocket and it comes back down and now they're sending people out to space, real rich people. Yeah. So yeah, that, I think I think SpaceX's goal ult- and I don't know when they'll get there, but I think their ultimate goal was to try and put a colony on Mars. Yeah. Oh, um I would love to go to space. It would be pretty cool. It would be like a roller coaster. I wouldn't be afraid. Yeah, Christian, if you had the opportunity, like right now, if someone said, hey, you can go to space right now, would you go? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would go with you. I would sit right next to you. Yeah. I would go to the moon, like Putt-Putt. I remember that game, Putt-Putt Do you think, do you think that would be the scariest roller coaster, Ben? Oh, my word. No, it would not. <laughs> going to the moon? Absolutely not. Oh, wow. You're too much. You're too much. All right, Ben, what, what's the next question you got here? Okay, so let's get into some serious questions. Oh, because some I serious questions. Uh-oh. Okay, so, um, which one should we do? Um, I'll do this one okay. because there's a lot. Because we talked about the community event. Or we talked sure. about community. Um, and I'll, we talked about household, I think. Sure. Yeah. That's fine. Um, there, are a lot of people, there are a lot of people who are working jobs they don't like. What's something that you encourage them that you would say to them? So I think Ben knows that like film and acting is something, David, that you really enjoy doing. Um, and so we know for a period you were doing work so that you could keep doing the thing you liked to do. Um, what kind of encouragement would you give to somebody that kind of is in a place they maybe don't want to be, but know they have to at least keep doing that job? I would say that's a great question actually and i i did things the crazy thing about me was i did things to support the bad habits that i had like i mm. worked in a restaurant to make a lot of money so i could buy more drinks you know what i mean it was sure. like just it was a vicious cycle and i even talk about that in the film where my character does um waking up every day feeling that guilt uh of yeah. you know wasting all my money and, and and squandering away everything i had 
uh, eventually till I had nothing and I was homeless. Um, mm -hmm. But what I would tell people is if you're caught, so you're saying if you're caught in a job or caught somewhere in your life in general, yeah, where sure. you don't feel like you want to be and what do you do about it? Yeah. You know what I did, to be honest with you? I just prayed. I, yeah. I mean, faith, faith really, I didn't, and that's the thing. This film is like a, it kind of rides that secular, non-secular uh, border. You know, I, I'm, yeah. you know, you saw it, you could see that. It doesn't jam religion down your throat or faith, right. but it does tell you, it's my way of telling you what I did, what worked for me. I'm not saying it's going to work for sure. you, uh, but if you ask me what I recommend, I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. if you do have um, a priest you could go talk to or a, a leader at your church that, um, you know, an addiction minister, somebody that can... Uh, kind of guide you. There's people out there yeah. that do that. The, the problem is people that are in addiction, either number one, don't want the help. They don't really care. Or number two, they don't know it's there. So my yeah. purpose right now is to just get the word out there that they are there. Yeah. I actually had somebody come up to me at the screening that Ben came to uh, at the church. And uh, where was that again, Ben? Doylestown, right? It was actually, no, Percasey. Um, right per that's oh. right, Percasey. It was next to the, uh, it was next to Doylestown, but uh, somebody came up to me and asked me if, uh, where Bethesda Mission was, and I had some literature, and I gave him some literature, so. That's awesome. They were curious about the Bethesda Mission and where I went from my recovery, so. Yeah. I would tell anybody, just, you can't tell people, you, you can tell them to please just don't give up, you know, seek help, but really, you can't, you can only help somebody so much. They got to want it themselves. And that was yeah. the one thing I dealt with. That was the hardest Yeah, is that I kept relapsing because I didn't truly within my soul want to fix myself. My addiction was so strong that yeah. I lied to myself and to everybody so many times. And, and that's why I was in and out of rehabs for a long time until I found that it was only faith that was going to save me. And unfortunately, people sometimes don't make it to, to, to that far, Dan and Ben. They, yeah. they end up dying before they realize that um, there's you do have one more chance left, and, and that's what it is. And it was God for me, and that's what really saved me. Uh, yeah. I had a mom, my mother, bless her. She put up with so much with me, and uh, she's the one that kind of guided me on that. And, you know, and you see that in the film. She guided me to where yeah. I needed to be. Uh, they, 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 in the end, they loved me with really tough love. Yeah. They did it because they loved me. They wanted to, they didn't want to see me suffer, yeah. but they put me, I had to put myself through that really. And they left me out there pretty much to dry yeah. to uh, realize myself that the predicament I was in wasn't going to change unless yeah. I did something about it. And yeah. when you're at the bottom, at the end of your rope, at the bottom of your barrel, and you're sitting in a jail, which I was because I got a DUI and I never went through the court case. I didn't actually get it too deeply into that. We just kind of showed Ethan in jail, the guy that plays, you know, that character yeah. based on me. We show him in jail. But there's man, if I could have filmed what I really wanted to film, mm. I don't I don't know that everybody'd be able to see the film. Be sure, sure. But uh, you have to make it so, you know, you can get as many people in there and, and hopefully it'll affect their lives and, and yeah. inspire yeah. them and save them. But I would say, yeah, if you find yourself at the end of your rope and, and know where to turn, yeah. know that God's always there. He's yes. always yeah. there, always. Yeah. And and just get to the, I mean, there's churches everywhere. Yeah. If you don't belong to one, if you're homeless, whatever, 
yeah. find a mission, find a shelter. Yeah. Uh, that's what I say. And if it's not as bad, if you just have a job that sucks and you don't want to do it anymore, yeah. just kind of know that everybody goes through that. I don't think there's anybody in America that likes yeah. the job that they do yep. or else they wouldn't do it. You know, yep. or people wouldn't play the lottery, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they don't have to work. Everybody, yeah, we're all in this ride together, you know. Yep. It's, uh, it's you like know, my dad, my dad, my and, uh, get through it. Yeah, for sure. It's like my dad. My dad goes, Ben, can you give me the lottery numbers? I said, no way, Jose. <laughs> ben doesn't know him. We went, uh, this was a couple years back, but our, our church growing up would go to a camp uh, called Keswick. Um, and they actually are a ministry that basically everyone that works there um, are people who are kind of on like, you know, I say their last chance, but it's a very similar kind of rehab uh, situation where people come and there's no questions asked. You come, you have a place to stay, um, and yeah. they give you jobs to do, things to maintain. Um, and one of the nights, and then in the summer, they, you know, the facility is used as as campgrounds. And so we went uh, one summer, and our pastor had said that the uh, night church service where all of the uh, men and women from rehab go and kind of basically it's like an open testimonial night. Um, he's like, that's tonight and we really want to go. And I was like, I think 16. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay. And so like me and a couple other guys went and it was like really eye opening for me to see people um, who, whose faith it was very raw. Like it was, it was very real raw faith. Um, mm -hmm. cause I think I kind of grew up in that, that sheltered church community of like, you know, we always go to church on Sunday cause that's what we do. Um, and yeah. to see people who had, had hit their rock bottom and then met the Lord there, it was very eye opening to hear those testimonies. Um, and so, it's, once again, it's very cool that there are missions and opportunities out there for people who find themselves in these situations. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's that's a really good story. And and one of the things that happened that we had this we had the red carpet premiere of my film of the film at, uh, in Anvil, Pennsylvania, and yeah. uh, I just actually screened there a couple of weeks ago too. But uh, we had a uh, when we had the, the the red carpet, there was people standing up after. I mean, and we. I pretty close to sold it. It seats 300. We sold about 250 tickets. People were standing it. up and giving testimonies afterwards. So that was really powerful. Yeah. 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 That's a, that's a beautiful thing, man. That's what you want to see, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. That's worth more than anything in the world to see that happen. Oh, he lost internet connection. Okay. Uh, so yeah, talk to him, see what he can, can get it back and yeah, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll keep it rolling here. Yeah, if you want me to, if you, if you want to, we, uh, he lost connection for now. So we'll see what we can make happen. Um, but why don't I do that? I'll play the trailer again now for you guys since we have a second. Lucas, come on, buddy! Your daddy loves you. You gotta know him, pal. You gotta remember, there's people out there that love you. Cause life goes by just like that. Prayer is a powerful thing, Ethan. It really does work if you believe. What reason does he have to care about some guy who's supposed to be his dad, but he's never around? 
I want to be there for his first words. With God's touch, anything is possible. I can't do it again. I'm not, I'm not ready for this, man. I'm done with you. It's three ways of answering. Yes, <laughs> no, and wait. We all deserve a second chance. Right, Ethan? So that was the full trailer there. Uh, I'm glad that we got to show that to you guys. Um, thanks for bearing with us. Um, I know you, you don't watch the show for this. The there whole he time, comes. So. <laughs> uh, I think he's hopping back on Should here. Should I just hang up? Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Testing one, two, three. Guys. Can you hear me? Can you no hear me? problem. We can hear you. We yeah, we're going to. I hope that doesn't happen again. I have yeah. the, we have the highest tier internet too. That one gig from from Comcast, and I rarely have this issue when I yeah. We we were told that this morning actually that Comcast like as a company is having some kind of internet issues. Yeah, so it went it out completely just, today for like uh, thirty minutes during yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah. So it could just be some like big overarching. Yeah, it is kind of Sorry, weird to think about. We use the internet so readily, and I don't really understand how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, that's totally fine. Uh, basically, just to sum it up, because I kind of kept talking about it, but the camp that I kind of grew up going to, they open their facilities when it's an off season to any homeless that are in the area, and then they have basically all year round they're um, raising money to buy uh, supplies and necessities they then um, give out to the homeless and they house them pretty much through like November through like January because they mm -hmm. figure like the coldest season they want to give them places to stay. Um, and so just like very cool to see that there are ministries out there that, that really care and just want to yeah. help. Um, so something that I wanted to ask you, David, was in the film we see Ethan's friends – do a lot for him in regards to, and you mentioned earlier, like, you know, being left hang, like hang out to dry um, from a, a guy who really cares about his friends. I sometimes struggle when I see a friend, maybe in a situation that I think that is not good for them. Like, where do you start? Like, what do you think is a good place to start when it comes to, to speaking out, to try to help someone who's in a place that they really need help? Well, some people can be stubborn, so it's difficult. But uh, the best step is to just say something. Yeah. See, see where it goes from there. They're, not, they're never going to know if you say nothing. Sure. Uh, it's going to bother you because you didn't try to help. And if something bad happened to them, you'd blame yourself for it. Yeah. So I would say just take that first step and, and you know, be really calm about it. And, you know, and some people will get offended by it, I'm sure. And uh, But some people can, you know... It'll, it can help, you know, people, it took years for me to listen to me listening to people saying that kind of stuff, but you can be one of the voices yeah. that can, that can be the difference. You know, it, you might not make a difference right away, but somewhere down the road, they're going to remember that, you know, and that's the important yeah. thing. 
Yeah, uh, they're yeah. going to eventually realize when enough people start telling them that some their life is going in the wrong direction, they're going to want to start to change it. Um, yeah. If they really care about themselves and about the people that are trying to help them. And that was my problem. I was so, uh, you see in the movie when his, uh, when Ethan's, uh, the guy, the character that is based on me in the movie, when he gets yelled at by the, um, by his counselor at the mission, mm. tells him, he yells at him and he's, and he's like, I want to see my son now. And he, and he tells him, he says, you're, you're, that you're, he says his fatal flaw is that all he cares about is himself and what he wants to do. And that was my biggest problem. And I, it, it actually took my mom to make me realize that. Yeah. Um, that I was just, I only cared about myself. I only cared about self-gratification. Uh, mm. And I was just stuck on myself. And it was such a bad uh, way to be. But if enough people tell you that and they say it enough times, you know, hopefully they can get through to you and it'll, it'll start affecting them in a positive way and they can start changing um, but yeah, you, yeah. you taking that first step is, is, is important. And like I said, it's Dan, it's not going to work every time, but yeah. it'll be something they won't forget. I'll tell you that. And especially yeah. if more and more people, that's why when they have these, uh, interventions, it's a group of people, yeah. it's not just one person giving their, uh, opinion about somebody. It's a whole group of people that love this person and care about them. And they're all saying, Hey, we all see this. This isn't against you. We're yeah. trying to help you. So yeah, maybe an intervention would be, uh, you know, something you could do. Yeah. Also, do you have someone that's suffering right now? Not, not off the top of my head. I just know in in my life growing up, I was never the boldest person, and so I there are definitely times I can think about where maybe a word from me would have helped someone, um, and nothing you know crazy drastic has ever happened, which I you know I praise the Lord for, but. Yeah. Um, I just, I look back now as a, as a bolder, more outgoing person. I think maybe what, you know, what if I had said this or had done that? Um, and so I think about, you know, the people who are watching that maybe they could benefit from that. And I think that's great advice because you don't have to be the voice that wins somebody over. Um, you know, sometimes it's just another voice, but it could be that last voice they needed to, to really think yeah. through that situation be the one yeah yeah you got to at least give it a shot you know you got to try it yeah for sure so i'm, I'm gonna throw ben for a loop because i'm going off questions here but i something that our dad has talked about often is the portrayal of fathers in pixar type films or even just like sitcom-y shows like the stupid dad um, and you see it a lot in kids' movies of like, oh, the dad's kind of this like bumbling oaf type character. Um, and my dad, who's been you know very influential in both of our lives, mm -hmm. um, he hates that because of how it portrays fathers. Um, so for you, and I know like I know a bit because I've seen the movie, and, and you've talked a little bit about your your own backstory. But um, what's some advice you could give? for maybe a new dad or someone who is, is struggling with the concept of fatherhood right now? That is a great question. And the, the premise of the film is it's about father and son. It's about God, the father with his son, who's me and me with my son and my dad with me. So there's yeah. a lot of father and son stuff going on in there. I don't know if you, you caught that or not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, uh, hold on one second. I'm sorry. No hold worries.
Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, we can still hear you. Can you hear us still? Oh, we just lost you now. Now we can't hear you. Yeah, okay. I just, uh, yeah, I was on mute there for a second. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Fatherhood, you know, when it's one of those things that I embraced because when he was born, it was, you know, in the movie, we talk about how uh, the, Ethan never saw his son until um, the very end of the football. Well, yeah. I won't give away too much. But, uh, yeah, sure. But that's not in my real life. I did have contact with him. Sure. Uh, it was just that I was so greedy uh, mm-hmm. about myself and so self-gratifying that I, I kind of blew everything else off, including my relationship with my son. Yeah. Uh, and that's what killed me the most. But uh, for any father, though, from the beginning, if you're struggling with it, I would say ask your own father <laughs> to, to help out. Ask your mother to help out. There's people in your family that do that. You know, there's women when they raise their children. I've seen this through my family, too, is, you know, my mom, you know, the grandmother will help, you know, yeah. her daughter raise that kid uh, and, and kind of guide them and help them. And, and it still happens to this day. My daughters are grown women uh, who have their own children. Yeah, uh, but there's still a, a strong communication that goes on between them. So I think communication is key in all of that. Uh, if a man is struggling with raising a kid or doesn't know how to do it, uh, again, reach out, you know, yeah. to your pastor, man. Yeah. God has all the answers and he's the guy that can guide exactly. you. Exactly. Know? Yeah. No, the it's so true. The guy that can guide you. So yeah, I would say definitely go that route. Um, it was something that was pretty natural for me. If I wouldn't have been on the sauce all the time, I, I would have been an amazing father when he was younger, but I wasn't. Mm. So uh, he was raised by a, his stepfather and his mom, who was with another guy at that point. But yeah, uh, that's beside the point. But um, I regretted all that. You know, I, I missed out on a lot of things because I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I was determined to never let that happen again. And that was part of the recovery process, too. Enough is enough is when it's enough. And that's that was it for me. I just couldn't bear the pain anymore of not being with him and knowing that he has a disability and I'm doing nothing about it. It's not only, it's not only horrible that he has a disability. It's horrible. The fact that I wasn't there to help. And and that's what tore me apart the most. And that's how bad addiction is. Addiction will tell you that nobody, nothing, your family, it doesn't matter what it is. Nothing matters, but that addiction and feed me. Yeah. Telling you to do that every single day, uh, and it's taking away everything that's good in your life, and it really takes you on a on a on a on a course. A, a, it's a it's a crash course. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to say a, a, a it's a um, it's just a it's a it's a recipe for destruction. Really, is what it is. Uh, either you get out of it and you realize what you've done wrong and try to make things right, or you go down that path and and it never ends well ever. It ends in death or you know, jail for life. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. 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 So fatherhood. Yeah. I would definitely say, uh, reach out to people in your own family. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Just like with addiction. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And ask I'm just help. so, so thankful for our family, you yeah. know, because um, yeah. growing up we had like our family 15 minutes away and 15 mm-hmm. minutes away. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful for like, um, my grandmother and yeah, we had lots of times where, um, you know, both of our parents worked growing up. And so lots of times where we were, were at the grandparents' house or picked up from school by the grandparents. And 
Um, or my aunts. Yeah, or our aunts and, and lots of that, you know, the whole family coming around to really help, um, I think is huge. And something that, that you touched on that I think, I don't want to, like I said, give too much of the movie away, but I really like how the film emphasizes, you know, towards the end, the idea that, that you have, you know, you got one shot. And then any, any time that, that one chance of life, you know, could just could be done. And you, you really, you can't live in this like, all right, I have 15 more years to do whatever I want. You know, you got to live each day as if it's the, the real day you have to live. Um, and I yeah, think that, that is true for all people. That's right. You, you, I mean, I was living, you know, like, ah, it's okay. I can do this again. It's called a, it's called a run with mm. addiction and alcoholics and addicts. I got another, they always say I got another run in me it means I can go out and do it again for a couple more years and I'll come mm. back from it and make everything right with my family. But meanwhile, you're out there on your run and you're destroying lives, your own and other people's. Mm. So, um, man, I'm so glad it's over. And the, the coolest thing about it is when you're, when you've been sober for so long, it no longer even is a part of your life. Like I have an amazing life now and it's not one where I dwell on this thing every day. Mm. I don't have anything trust. Now I always want to preface this with, I believe in AA. I really yeah. do. I think it gave me some tools to help me along the way, but God in the end, and they even, you know, they even, you know, God is, is one of their, uh, it's one of the, the features. It's one of the, the big, you know, it's the number one thing actually that guides them uh, in AA, but, but I just couldn't sit in the meetings anymore and go over, you know, listening to people, it made me want to drink, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, Relapsed sure. several times when I was in AA, but it does work if you work it. They say that it really does work. And there's people that have been sober until they die because they went to AA. It just wasn't for me. Mm. But uh, but the point is that, um, yeah, with addiction, you know, that it, it does take over everything and you have to be able to uh, differentiate between what, what, what's good and what's not. And you have that choice, you know, and yeah. you're sober. Mm. But once you do it long enough, but once you're sober long enough, yeah. it really, the, the idea of that, it's no longer your life. Your life is no longer the addiction life. Yeah. It's a completely different life that I live now that I don't, it doesn't revolve mm. around that. I don't wake up with hangovers. It's just, everything's the way it should be, you know, yeah. the way the Lord intended it to be for me. Yeah. And yeah. I realized that. And there'll be times, I'm not going to lie. I'm a human being. There'll be times when the thought will come into my head that I can have one and it'll leave that quick too. Before it wasn't like that. It was like, it'll come in. I'll think it out. I'll think it out. I'll yeah. be like, okay. And I plan it. I'll do this, 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 and this, and I can do this and no one will see me. Right. And I'll tell you right now, the guilt that I would feel if I put one into my mouth right now and you know mm. had a drink would be so immense it would destroy me. I'm sure. Yeah. Is that, I can't live with that guilt. What's that? RT. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what that means? What does that mean? Raise typical. Yeah. <laughs> That's show. I love yeah. it. Yes. Yeah, RT. So, anyway. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. I, 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 yeah. No, it's great. I love it because uh, we we named the show that because what I thought was I'm dyslexic. And so reading and writing for me were always a challenge and even still are, but I always thought it was weird in like old timey English raised R A Z E D meant to destroy. Yeah. Which, it seems weird. Right. Cause raise also means to build. I was like, this yeah, is dumb. Up, um, but Ben has constantly raised or destroyed our concept of typical. So we yeah. think like, Oh, you know, we'll have a typical life. 
and then Ben came and we're like, oh, okay, this is this is different, this is new. And then we're like, okay, we got it figured out. We've got this kind of pattern laid out. And then Ben's like, I want to get on Ellen. And we're like, that's not what people do. And then he did it. And we're like, oh, okay. So, that, you yeah. know, you just destroy that concept too. And and so the idea is a lot of people and, and you know, yourself as well have, have lived a life, but they realized to be where they want to be, they had to kind of destroy their concept of, of a typical life. Exactly. Um, yeah. And or so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the life that they're living in. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, the RT stands for raised typical. I love it. Um, Ben, I know for you, uh, Calvary church, right? That was a big, uh, impact. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about the church thing real quick. Yeah. You know, growing up, um, I I had a really hard time making friends at the church. Yeah. And you know, my mom always took me to church on Sundays that I really didn't want to go. And I didn't understand, but, but the, but the time that, like, I didn't know about the autism diagnosis, but then, you know, going into my, uh, ninth grade and sophomore year, I'm like, mom, I really want to leave church. Cause I really want to go to Calvary because Calvary has a special needs ministry. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why we left our old church because mm-hmm. of the uh, special needs ministry. And anytime I invited my friends from old church, they didn't fight me back. So it was mm-hmm. very hard. Yeah. And I know something that Ben loves to talk about is, is the Calvary special needs ministry and just kind of the impact they've had. Um, even just beyond friend group, but just lessons that I think actually are understandable. Mm-hmm. And they um, hire people on the special needs ministry that do coordinators. And it's really cool. Um, I just want to give a shout out to, um, I want to give a shout out to Jen Stude and everybody there at the bridge ministry. I think they're incredible, incredible, incredible yeah. ministry. Um, I just tell, I was telling David, I was telling um, Dan that I'd love to bring Christian when you, when you do the movie. I'd love to have him come in on that Sunday morning and just check out the ministry. Yeah, I might be able to make that happen. We'll see. Yeah, man, we can. Let's plan it. Yeah, we yeah. can do that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just always so cool to see ministries seeing a need and then filling it, right? Yeah. Um, whether that is you know addiction counseling or or special needs ministry, mm-hmm. um, because like Ben said, we we struggled early on. Uh, we have an older brother as well. Um, so I'm 26 now. I'm 23. I'll be 23. 24 in May. Yep. And, and then you'll be 27 in April. Yep. And our older brother is 29. Um, and so me and Glenn were, were really set in this church because we had friends there and, you know, we had a friend group. and But we didn't realize until Ben had actually vocalized it that he was really struggling because... Um, we knew friends was a challenge for Ben, but he just wasn't even receiving really lessons because he just, things were going over his head. And, um, and so we were able to find yeah. a church that really provided for Ben, which was huge for us, I think. Yeah. And there's um, a lot more of that out there now. Thank God that, you know, pun intended, yeah. that there's ministries that do that. There's churches that have those ministries now. Yeah. yeah we don't have one at our church, but, uh, um, yeah, so it's, get by. it's something that, yeah, it's definitely, uh, and we, Ben talks about it when he goes to schools and presents, but, over the years, you know, autism diagnoses have just gone up and up and up and up and up. Um, and so, you know, through that, there's been more research and, and now we're seeing as well more more ministries that I think are started. And, you know, Bethesda ministry, uh, the See Jesus, it's called See Jesus. Yeah. Um, there's another ministry that, that oh, told cool. me about the movie about you guys. Oh, okay. So um, it, they were started by Joe and... Um, Joe Miller and Paul Miller, okay. and they have a group that, and they have a daughter who named is Kim, who has who's nonverbal and talks through an iPad. Oh, okay. Wow. That's, ben, that's where you heard about my movie. 
Yeah, they they sent out an email. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Wow. That's so cool. So yeah, how, and, but then, and, then, and then we met Ben, and then I met Ben at the at the church. Yeah. Uh, and and uh and that's why we're you know going to be at the Broad Theater coming up here. Yeah, and I really um, called that. We will be at the Calvary Church. I I I think Lynn and I. Okay. Your dad are going to get together and talk about that at some point. Um, yeah. We have a ministry there that I think would be perfect for this. But uh, yeah, that would be awesome. That church, that's an amazing church too. I would love to show the film there. It's yeah. Yeah. The, the one thing place. that I've said about them in the past is I, I love, they have very good, I, I call them extracurriculars, you know, yeah. like yeah. outside of Sunday, they have really good programs. Yeah. I would um, love Catholic Charles and Jay and, and that would be Carlos cool, really, to get them does in there. a great job. I think Carlos would, and Carlos is a Giants fan, so oh, just to let so you know, I'm sorry, some, some sorry, Carlos, I'm, I'm shouting that out to you right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna throw Ben under the bus now a little I bit. I know. So something that Ben struggles with is he will do something, um, and he knows it's not the best thing to do, and then he'll say he's sorry. And he'll say, I'm going to do better next time. But then that pattern reoccurs. And he does the same thing and says, I'm sorry, I'll do better next time. And then it's, you know, we're in this like cyclical event of, you know, I get, I get whiplash because we're, we're sorry. And then we do it again and we're sorry. And I feel like that, that has similar vibes to addiction um, and kind of regression so I wonder, is there any advice maybe you could give for Ben on yeah. on sticking to your word and really seeing through the things you say you're going to do? Um, without knowing what it is, what the tick is, sure. um, I would say from my own experience, uh, just to be honest with yourself, before you do it, know that people are concerned that you keep doing it over and over again. Yeah. That's what was happening to me. People... They actually got tired of telling me about it. And I, I, I kind of had to, on my own, again, that's what it comes down to. You have to be able to be willing uh, and honest enough with yourself to make that change. Nobody, nobody in the world is going to change the way you are except you. Mm. That's it. Don't expect anyone to come up to you and give you these words of wisdom that are going to change your life completely. You take those words and you ingest them and then you utilize them the best way you know how. That's what I've done uh, to stay sober. But um, again, in my faith, but I would say um, just kind of think about it before you do it and then know that it's the wrong thing to do and it's just going to end up with you feeling guilty again and you Mm -hmm. having to apologize again. And do you really want to go through that? And in the meantime, Ben, people are losing faith in you. They're saying, oh, this, you know, he's not a man of his word, you know, and you want to be a man of your word, right? Yeah. 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 And I, 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 it's been hard because I need to start praying at night, you mm-hmm. know? I feel like that you, and you brought up a really good point too, you know, we need to start, people need to start knowing the Lord. Yeah. And, you know, I need to show it. And, you know, um, it's easy to go through the motions, right? Yeah. It's easy to, to kind of get lost a little bit, um, and I and I you know I I I throw in kind of the um, the loose terminology. It's it's not like once again nothing crazy. No no addictions for Ben. Uh, primarily, it's just things that like Ben 
you know, I'll say, hey, Ben, clean the bathroom. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I'll do it. No problem. And, and I don't do it. And he doesn't do it. And then he says, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it tomorrow. And then tomorrow rolls around. And, and... it's kind of like my finances. But I need uh-huh. to get on track and be a man and step up. Yeah. But I think, I think, yeah, ben, you, know, you know, when you start doing something enough, though, enough times, it becomes such, it's such repetition that it's not even a problem after that point. Just get used to doing it and just do it right away. Get it out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. I wash yeah. dishes. I hate washing dishes, but I do it so incessantly now that it doesn't even bother me anymore. I see them and I go attack them, man. I get them out yeah. of the kitchen. Or the recycling. Dad washing. goes, bad. can you do the recycling? I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I forget. That. I want to remind you again. Dude. I'm like, all right, and I do it. <laughs> you guys are like taking the recycling outside. <laughs> I'm getting nervous because the internet's starting to, to skip again on, on this end. Oh, no you worries. Anyway. Yeah, we're, I mean, we're actually, it's crazy. It's almost 830, which is wild. Yeah. We're I just, told you, I told you, Ben, if, if you get me talking. Yeah, we're, we're just shooting the breeze. I love it. Yeah. Um, well, hey, well, let me do this then at least since, since we're coming towards the end and we're maybe losing the internet. Uh, I want to give you just a second to, to, to plug the movie. Um, like I said, our show is really all about people sharing their experiences um, and, and you were such a great guest to have for that because you're that was so much honest with your experiences. Um, so we just want to roll out the red carpet, if you will. Um, and uh, just give you the second to plug the show. Yeah, so um, right now we're doing a tour and we'll be at the, uh, the next uh, screening, uh, which was actually set up by Ben, uh, getting the wheels rolling with it and we got the love thing it. going now it's, it's been advertised on their website it's at the broad theater in Souderton. uh if you need information on the film either go to the broad theater's website is broadtheater.com i believe or, or you can go yeah. to my website before your eyes film.com and we have all the links that you need to get there uh Great. and and the show date and everything and this show coming up at the broad theater is going to be I, I don't do much anymore because i have two uh, when I started this tour, I wanted to do churches and I, I can still do it, but it's just becoming more difficult because I have a full-time yeah. job, which I didn't have before COVID. Um, and now I have one. I have actually two. One is a volunteer thing and the other one is something I do online every day. Uh, so I don't have a lot of time to prepare, but um, and it's going to get even busier because yeah. I'll be working 62 and then Monday, Wednesday and Friday, I'm doing a broadcast news channel at night. So Dang, yeah. uh, early Saturday or Sunday actually is my only open day. But anyway, which is good because they go to church and then I can show the yeah. film somewhere that night, whatever, um, or during the day, whatever. That could be my church. Yeah. Uh, but the point is that it will be there at the Broad Theater, thanks to Ben Hartranft, who is also going to be a special guest there. And Dan, I'm sure you'll be there and your parents yes. will be there again. Yes. Uh, this is a big event. I think it's going to be really exciting. Uh, I want to thank uh, Ben for putting this together for us, to getting yeah. us to this point. Uh, and also, I want to thank uh, I want to thank the Broad Theater, uh, especially uh, Randy, who we've been dealing with, right, Ben? Uh, yeah. Randy yeah. to help us get this thing up and running. And Tina just sent an email today. She's the, I believe, assistant manager there. I love uh, it. It's going to be a great... Christian, you can say goodbye. Hold on. All right, he's going to say goodbye now. Goodbye, oh, No worries. I love it. I love it. See you, Christian. So that, that'll be the uh, the next December 12th. If, if anything comes up before that, just, you know, for everybody out there that's interested in, in knowing about the movie, uh, what it's about, or where they can buy a copy, or yeah. where they can view it, uh, sure. whether you want to watch it as screening or watch it streaming online. It's streaming all over the U.S. Yeah. and the world, actually. Uh, just go to beforeyoureyesfilm.com. Yeah. Although it's called Right Before Your Eyes, it's... Yeah, we actually we have a question about that specific thing right now. 
Um, somebody asked, where did you get the name for the movie from? Okay, I can't, I can't really say because if I gave you, you guys know what happens in the end. So yeah. if I said that reason, it would be, it would give away the movie to people that haven't seen it. But I can tell you this, um, right before your eyes is that the Lord is always there right before your eyes. Mm. And you just have to be able to open your eyes to see him. Uh, yeah. And that's what helped me through. But there's also another meaning to that. And I don't want to say what it is. And that's sure. why you must see the movie. Yeah. I'll give you this little hint. I, I had a guy who was a professional uh, raider of films. He basically was a, uh, a uh, what are they called? Those guys that, um, a reviewer, he reviewed the film. And he said it was a cross between the Twilight Zone and a faith-based movie. So there you go. It has a really interesting, very interesting twist. I know I hate to use the word because you know, I love it. It's got a twist, but it <laughs> yeah, does. right. Can There's I... something in the end that will shock you. Yeah, and you will not even see it coming. Uh, yep. People that have seen it know what I'm talking about. Yep. So that's what the title of the film kind of plays into that. A lot of people have seen it, but I don't want to. That's the long answer. I love it is because God is always there. Right. I love it. Could I ask one more question? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say about the big announcement. So yeah, tune in December 12th. Come on out to the broad theater in Satterton. Yeah. Um, We have a big show in that day. I'll be there. Um, We're going to bring some, some special guests. David's going to be there. Oh yeah. Um, We're going to have a lot of fun. Um, And then the proceeds go to Eagles autism challenge. Oh, from the, from the movie theater, right? Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. So um, shout out to the Eagles about that as well. So yeah, we'll make sure we plug the Eagles and, and we'll get for sure. So I, yeah, that's the one, another huge thing that Ben and I, well, you sure, I'm sure too, Dan being his brother, we all share in common is our love of the Eagles. And yeah, there, you know, if you guys saw the film, there is a scene in there where we do the, I had to put it in there. Yep. I was born and raised on the Eagles since I was a little kid, you know, I could start walking. I remember, you know, watching Eagles games in Philly with my dad. So, and I was number 66 as a little kid playing midget football. Bill Berge. I love it. Hero. Bill Berge. I love yeah. Bill Berge. I got his jersey. I would love to meet him. I haven't met him yet, but, uh, who knows, I've man. met him. I've met him. You have? Yeah. He's a great guy. Oh. Yeah, and Harold Carmichael. Good. And Harold Carmichael is a great yeah, guy, Carmichael. too. There you go. Uh, I was going to read the last question. Okay. So um, I often talk about how it would be so amazing to have a movie about my life. Mm. What is one thing that's so cool about um, that about a movie that Elle meets you in, in it? And what is one thing that is bad about it? Yeah, uh, I think I'll, I'll help Ben with the phrasing there. I think I changed the wording up on him. Um, so Ben often talks about it. He, we say jokes about it, but he's very serious. Ben would like a movie about his life, um, and and we tell Who would Ben. Play ben? Um, okay. I would say, oh my gosh, uh-huh. um, uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland would play Ben, and you okay. would be Nick Jonas. I'd be I'd be Nick Jonas. Yeah, well, actually, how about that. this? You could be um, you can. I think Ethan would play you. Uh, oh, oh, the actor of Ethan would play. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. It would be Dad. Ben's, ne- Ben's never thought about it, not once. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, you mean Adam? You mean Adam Ratcliffe play him? Yeah, that's that's. What, I think that's what he means. Yeah, oh, okay. I think you'd be a great Dan. Hart but here. your actual question, right? Yeah, is what's one cool thing about having a movie that has elements of your life in it, and what's one not so cool thing about having a movie gotcha. with elements of your life in it? That's a great question. I've never been asked that, and that's a really good question. Uh, I would say that a good thing is that I'm able to open up and share, and this is the most important thing. I'm able to open my soul to everybody and, and show them uh, without fear what really happened to me, what my life was like, uh, and what I did to turn it all around and what inspired me, which was God. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in the film. Uh, and that's what I try to convey. Uh, we try to do it without, again, jamming too much you know, Bible down people's sure. throats, a couple quotes in there or whatever, but we try to keep it, you know, we want to keep it secular, non-secular. We want to bring them over, you know, without forcing yeah. them. Yeah. And I'd say that uh, the bad thing about it. Yeah. Uh, the not so bad, fun thing, maybe. <laughs> not so fun. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I don't, you know, it was very, very hard to make it uh, uh, to, just to make the film. Uh, mm. I'm not talking about getting the money together. That was very difficult. Um, my, you know, we, ha I had a lot of help from people with that, yeah. uh, who believed in my story. Um, but it, as a director, and it was the first film I directed, I did a lot of the acting thing in New York, but I never directed a film. Mm -hmm. It was very, very difficult to direct. It was easy to direct because I've been through it. It was my life. It was easy to tell the, and I've been acting an actor. So it was easy for me to tell the actors what I was looking for, Yeah. but to watch it happen right before my eyes, there yeah. you go, right before my eyes, right before your it. eyes, was really, really emotional. And there were scenes that it was so difficult. And this is me being truthful here. Yeah. It was so hard for me to direct because the tears were just streaming out of my face. It was like a yeah. river at times. It was so difficult. And, uh, and I guess that's difficult in a good way because the emotions were really there. And Dan, you said something in the beginning that's very important. And it was the... Uh, it was the acting in the film and how realistic it was. And it, and it really was like that on the set. Yeah. Every single day, somebody was crying. At one point, we wanted to change the name of the movie to Cry because <laughs> every day, somebody, and it was always me every day because I was mm -hmm. watching my life yeah. play out right there in front of me. And it, and it was my dream come true. And I was able to, to see these people that cared so much about what I was doing that they were willing yeah. to give themselves up and, and really bear their own souls to show you what I was feeling. And it's really difficult to get good actors, to get an actor to do that. But yeah, I was really, really, I mean, God was behind us 100% on this journey and still is. Yeah. That's why the acting is so good in this film because they really all bought into it. They knew it was a real story and they wanted to do it justice. They wanted, they didn't want to let me down. And from, you know, Adam Ratcliffe playing me all the way down to the extra you might see for two seconds, everybody cared. And yeah. they really put themselves into the roles emotionally. Uh, and that is what could be construed as hurting the most, but it was also a beautiful thing, but it was very difficult. Yeah. If you want to put it that way, it was very yeah. difficult to for film sure. those scenes. Absolutely, yeah. for sure, yeah. That's amazing. I think we have one question from the audience here, uh, and then we'll we'll let you go. But uh, we wanted to know: Do you have any actors in the film who have special needs? My son. Well, he's in the epilogue at the end. You guys have sure. seen that. But uh, yeah, 
special needs in the film. Uh, we were, we were trying to get a kid who had, um, at, from my church that had down syndrome, but that fell through. He wasn't able to do it. Sure. Uh, I'm trying to think it would probably just stand out like that while I was in it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, sure. Uh, yeah, there were a couple background actors, probably extras that we used that sure. did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think there were uh, a couple guys in the mission that um were in those scenes cool. that had problems yeah so uh I, I, there's probably a major character slip in my head that i can't think of right now um hey no worries i have, I have a clarification as well from the question asker okay. <laughs> uh they wanted to know if you know of any other actors um who have special needs maybe not even the ones that were in your film specifically but any ones that would stick out to you that have special needs like professional actors, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there was that kid. Do you remember that show? I think it was called. Um, I can't. His name was Corky, and he was a um, a kid with Down syndrome, and he was on that show that was on TV that was really popular. Hmm. I just can't remember it at this moment. It was was many yeah. many months ago that it was on TV. Okay. Uh, it, it was a family show. I can't remember the name of it though. Okay. Uh, but his name was Corky. But um, there are. Act like oh Tom Cruise has dyslexia. I don't know if you knew that or not. No, I didn't, know, I didn't that. know that. Tom yeah. Cruise has dyslexia. Yes, he does. He, Dan Aykroyd has autism. Oh, David Fox says life goes on. Dan Aykroyd. That's it. Life goes on. Good one. Good call. Yes. There you go. That's David Fox. Right? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd has autism. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, it is Ghostbusters. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, there are others that have diagnosis of disabilities, but sure. Um, higher on the spectrum probably but sure uh, there are those that come out and talk about it though and and i think dyslexia is a big one and you know tom cruise they, he's, they say when he gets a movie script all the letters are crazy like to him it's so bad that the letters are all backwards he doesn't he can't read it so yeah. he has to memorize like that's why he's such a good actor i guess because he really gets in those roles and he yeah, doesn't have sure. to mm-hmm. worry about what the what the paper says it's, it's what he does you know yeah yeah, I have a lot I'm, of. I'm sure after this, that was a great question. I'm sure after this, a whole bunch of. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And come to my head, and I'm going to be like, this guy, that guy, that one. That's There's a big one. Where I just can't think of uh, who it is. There was a. Uh, I have a friend who's an actor. I mean, yeah. who, who has autism? Atticus Baldwin. Mm-hmm. He, he's related to Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> and he has autism. Yeah, Atticus Baldwin. And and Daniel Baldwin is. Adam Baldwin's brother, Adam Baldwin and Alec, and Dan. Yeah, there's a lot of Baldwins. Yeah, I think Atticus is his son, right? Yeah, yeah Atticus so, has autism. I'm friends with him. Yeah, so I think, I think Atticus is the nephew of Adam. You guys Alec know the Baldwins? Baldwin. So, so Ben met Atticus through I've Zoom for movie chat. So yeah, I think it was on Friday. Oh, cool. so you do it. It was a Saturday night, and it was like Saturday movie chat, and but he loves that, Thomas the Tank Engine. You do you do on Saturdays though, right? Yeah. So yeah, on Saturdays, Ben has this group of friends, or it's this, I guess, event where they get together and they watch a movie together. They chat, and then they talk about it after. Oh, right on! That's cool, man. Um, and so was Atticus. Is he a member or was he like on the? He was a member of the club. Oh, okay, he's a member. And he always talks about Thomas and Friends all the time. Thomas the Tank Engine. That's his favorite (laughs) thing to talk about. It's like you and roller coasters, right? Yeah. Uh huh. I love it. Well, David, I really appreciate uh, you taking some time to come on the show. Um, as soon as Ben had mentioned that you were willing to be a guest, I was like, yeah, we got to get him on. Because um, not only is your openness huge, um, but I think you know you really exemplify kind of what we're trying to get at as a show. 
um, and just giving people an open platform to to talk about um, their life and and how they got to where they are so that other people can can learn from the successes and the failures of those right. that are on the show. I think I'm going to watch the movie again tonight. Yeah, you going to watch it again tonight? <laughs> ben loves I'm glad watching. I've inspired you to watch it for the fourth time. I've seen it many times myself. Yeah. Yes. I was so happy when it came out on Amazon Prime. I put it on my TV and yes. you know, and it's cool because Prime has like all the actors and you can look at yeah, all Yeah, so true. Is it cool, man? Yeah. Like Amazon Prime is it free for us? Uh, yeah, we should have it. Yeah. Yeah, so you should be able to watch it for free if you own yeah. if oh. Amazon Prime. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm watching so. now you're on Amazon Prime. There I go. Yeah. We had the we had the copy even if not, but Prime. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, and just to really quick again, and to to people that you know, the Broad Theater is gonna be a really great screening yeah. for all of you that are listening right now and we'll watch this later on YouTube or wherever. Um we're going to be giving away free. Everybody that comes gets a DVD. So come on out. It'll be well yeah. worth it. Your, your, your money's going to go to a good cause, to charity. And uh, it's going to be a really great time. And, and uh, we might even have, you know, Ben kind of hinted toward it. We'll see what happens. Maybe some special guests. We'll Ooh, see what happens. Oh, I love we it. We already have Ben. That's all That's we true. Need That's true. You know, yeah, it's yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Bill Burger will show up. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> some Eagles cheerleaders. I love it. That'd be I funny. That would yeah. be amazing. But I want to thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it, Dan and Ben. Ben, Ben, you inspire me. Believe me, when I was at that church, I, I knew right away uh, you were going to be my friend forever, man. I oh, could tell oh, right away. Yeah. Thank you so you much. Were, I love it. You were out there promoting my film before I even got there, telling everybody, you know, to walk this way and you were helping people at the front door and that's and what was, i'm gonna do I, that day i'm gonna wear a nice suit like when you were there that day i'm gonna wear a nice suit i'm gonna put this over top oh yeah and you're gonna you're gonna direct people and help them get to the seat yeah I'm, and... I'm gonna do valet parking I'm whoa gonna... Uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna do gonna... all of it i'd rather have the inside greeting people yeah there you go yeah that is, that is actually i do know people who do limousines and wednesday so if you need a limousine <laughs> limousine i'm kidding <laughs> oh, hey man, man. We'll talk about it. See there you happens. go. Yeah, okay. Ben, ben is in his element when he's just greeting and, and talking. To oh, people. he was amazing, man. I love but it. I want to thank you again, Dan and yeah. Ben both. And, uh, and and Sandy and Glenn, I met your mom and dad. They were awesome. Yeah. Um, Shout out to mom and dad. Love yeah. you guys. Mm -hmm. Ben, you are really an inspiration. And I, I was, as soon as I got home, you watched my movie, but as soon as I got home, I went to your website and I looked at mm -hmm. all the stuff you've done. And, and I don't know how I missed... Ben Hartranth. I don't know how I missed this guy, this amazing, inspiring guy I who was on it. Ellen and was friends with John Dorambos and who, yeah. who himself has an amazing story. I mean, the guy almost died. Uh, you know, he had, what do you have a yeah. heart attack, right? Yeah, John is an incredible yeah. story. Yeah, his story is incredible. Yeah. His well. book, he has a great book. Um, I don't know if you read it, but he, yeah, I just I saw his magic show on Saturday and he, he's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. He's just an incredible. Yeah, he was greatest long snapper, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Wild, another you know, another crazy story where God really intervened yeah. and 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 helped him. He's um, an amazing dude, but I sure. you can yeah. see that Ben keeps good company. I mean, Dan, you know, uh, your brother. He's your my brother. brother's the best. He's the best vice president, best vice president of of uh, of our race. Typical show. Yes, exactly, exactly. I got a plaque in my room, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the future holds some pretty cool stuff for us and for uh, sure for, um, the movie. I'm very excited. Yeah. Oh, hey, Dad, for sure. Dad. All right, David, thank you so much. Um, it's been a blast. 
And uh, we will see – me and Ben will both see you soon. And anyone December else that's 12. watching, we hope to see you at the Broad Very Theater. Soon. December yeah, 12th. It's going to be great. We're going to have a blast. Right. We're going to sell sure. it out. We're going to sell out. I love it. Yeah, we are. Two shows, right, Ben? Yes. Start promoting it tonight. Get people out there. All right. Thank you as well for sure. Have a good one. Having autism have is not night. a bad thing. It doesn't characterize who we are. Everyone is unique and special, just like a rainbow. Be kind to one another this week, guys. Go Amen. buy somebody Starbucks. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love Thank it. You. Thank you, David.